0: Don't miss a moment of Ireland's tour of New Zealand. But even if we give them more time, they're not going to hit the level that
1: Johnny is hitting that and what he brings out of other players. You know, Ireland were just fantastic. They produced probably the greatest ever victory for, for Ireland. Subscribe
0: to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now.
1: OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your
0: flow. With the new Gillette Labs Razor. With Exfoliating Bar. OK, so as you probably know by now, the Northwestern Wildcats are going to play the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the Erlingus College Football Classic at the Aviva Stadium on Saturday, the 27th of August. You can buy your tickets right now. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic day out. And I'm delighted to welcome former NFL player and presenter of the NFL show on BBC, Jason Bell, back to the show. Jason, how are you getting on?
1: I'm doing well. And I'm a for, former college football player, so this all makes sense.
0: Well, talk to us about your college football days, and you are a, a star of the lecture halls of UCLA, I understand.
1: <laughs> I was, I was. I've never heard it put that way before, and I like, <laughs> yes. Um, UCLA it was probably one of the greatest experiences of my life. I mean, even though I played in the NFL for a while, we all used to talk about our experiences in college, in college football. And it was a great time. That's why I'm so excited to watch this game. I know what those players feel like on the field playing together, and now that they get to play in Dublin, I wish I would have been able to do something like that. That would have been something I remember uh, my entire football career. So this is this is great. You know, I'm I'm excited about it for the fans, but as a player, I'm always thinking about uh how they view things and I know this is going to be a great experience and that's why you're going to have a good game.
0: What sort of player were you in college in terms of uh, the notoriety that you had for your qualities?
1: I mean, I was I I, I think I was a good player. I was always <laughs> a starter. Um we were a really good team. We won the Pac-10 championship twice. Uh we were the highest I, we ranked were we were the number 3 team in the nation, number 2 team in the country. And yeah, I played well uh really just a a guy that was out there I was a worker so I was trying to outwork everyone uh, trying to I was team first all the time so I'm still friends with so many of those guys so it was uh, it was. uh, I I left it on the field I'd I'd like to say.
0: Could could you explain to us what the the geography is of UCLA to where you grew up because you're from Long Beach as as far as I know so is UCLA your your college team and and is is it like playing for the team you supported as a kid or or how, how does that work?
1: Yeah, you have two teams you basically support, and that's UCLA or USC. And my entire life, for some reason, I loved UCLA, probably because the basketball team and my dad loved uh, college basketball and professional basketball, so I remember watching UCLA when I was young, thinking, "Man, I would love to play there." And then it and then it happened. I had the opportunity to go there. So, always been a UCLA fan. Uh, walk around the streets of London with a UCLA sweater on <laughs> all the time.
0: Uh, what sort of basketballer are you?
1: Terrible. Right, I could not play basketball. Yeah, I, I was made for football, okay. and I was made to run backwards. I mean, that's <laughs> that's all I was good at.
0: <laughs> it's a pretty important gift for one side of the ball, right?
1: It is. It is. It was everything that I. All the skills I had or specific to being a defensive back, so it really worked out for me.
0: That period of time in your life, as it is for every college player, is really interesting because you've got your scholarship, you've got a bit more notoriety, you've got loads of people coming to watch your games. How big and how important is the challenge of trying to keep your feet on the ground at that moment in in a young man's life?
1: Yeah, you know, it is tough, but I would say for the most part, if you're lucky enough, you have a lot of good guidance around you. When I look back at UCLA and the things I was going through and the circumstances and all of the challenges, like you said, it was the people around me that helped me overcome those and navigate my way through that. And I think in college, you are if you're lucky enough to have those kind of people around that give you that kind of time uh, that are looking out for the best case scenario for you. Uh, you're able to kind of sustain and make it through that.
0: And I presume that wasn't always the way for a college footballer, but what it certainly seems to, to a lot of us is that college sports in the States is always at the cutting edge of sports science and psychology and, and whatever it may be. So I presume that as a college footballer, you would have been ahead of the game in terms of keeping your feet on the ground compared to, say, maybe young football players at this part of the world or or other young professional athletes. It feels like college sports is always kind of ahead of the game in that regard.
1: Yeah, I can only speak to my experience at that time, and yes, uh, we we did at my university UCLA. Uh, we had the resources to really help you uh, go through and navigate whatever you had to do. Like you said, keep your feet on the ground. So yeah, I mean, I, I felt that way at UCLA.
0: Am I am I right in saying that injury was was an issue for you at, uh, during one of your years in college?
1: Yeah, I almost I basically missed my last year of college because I had a heel injury. I had surgery. And it didn't heal right. And I missed the entire year. Actually thought my career was over. Uh, didn't think I was going to get a chance to play in the NFL. Uh, so that that was a very difficult time in my life. And um, uh, I'm glad I made it through that To to what we were discussing earlier it was the people around me that helped me through that.
0: So do you go from a position where you're almost sure you're going to be playing in the NFL to thinking that your dream is in severe jeopardy?
1: Without a doubt. I was one of the top-ranked corners in the country. Probably would have been a much higher draft pick. I wasn't drafted at all, and it was because of that injury. I really thought I was never going to play again. I had prepared myself mentally for what I was going to do because football felt like it was no longer an option. When I got back on the field and I played, uh, I I felt like I played well, but when I look back on it, I I wasn't really the same player because I hadn't really healed. So... Luckily enough I was able to get my body together to test and get ready for the NFL uh because it was I near I made it with a very small margin. Uh I it was I can't believe how close it was for me not making it to the NFL because of that injury. Uh,
0: out of interest could I ask what was your life plan in that scenario where you thought you hadn't made it?
1: I was going to go into some form of finance. Okay. That's when I started falling in love with it.
0: Okay it was a finance that you were studying in college?
1: No, it was art history, but I, I, yeah, I I loved, I remember walking into this uh, student bookstore and looking at a financial magazine and thinking, you know, I'm walking uh, through this college, have all these classes and this stuff is like a foreign language, so I need to figure this out.
0: (laughs) Are you still interested in art history or was that just something you you, you fell into?
1: Still interested in art history, love art. love spending a lot of time in different museums uh just fascinated by it fascinated by artists i am just such a fan i can't believe people can look at something and create out of nothing like that i just it's unbelievable
0: who's your favorite artist
1: salvador dali
0: okay i see is that why you moved to europe is that the real reason behind all of this jason that you're like (laughs) it's not good enough for me over here in the states
1: uh listen i'm i'm telling you i've gotten pulled this direction uh there there's got to be something to it. Uh yeah, I, I love art. I love I love I just love the history of art. So this is this is why I'm in my playground, absolutely.
0: I I'm about to put myself into deep waters here where I cannot possibly swim. But I'm about to ask you what's your favorite piece of work by Salvador Dali and I'll pretend that I know what it is.
1: Uh probably Dali vision. Okay. Uh looks yeah, looks like a uh, President Lincoln's face and then it kind of turns into Dolly as, as you kind of look at it from different angles so yeah
0: yeah cool nice one um, one of the other things I wanted to ask you about was that moment when you talk about making it by a very fine margin in, into the NFL can I ask you what, what um, the NFL draft was like for you in 2001 wasn't it that was your draft class uh, when you, you go undrafted what, was there an expectation that you could make it and then you do go undrafted or, or how was that whole week for you
1: well, at first, at the end of the season, I had an opportunity to go to an All-Star game, which would have really helped. And I broke, I broke my foot in the bowl game. So I missed the All-Star game. I missed the combine. I missed everything I could do to give myself a chance to get drafted. So I went and I was able to run a 40 on my pro day, which is a workout at your school. And I ran so fast, things started to change. Uh, people were talking again. Hey, maybe this guy's healed again. He, he, you know, he might be his old self. And so I thought maybe there was a chance to get drafted. It would have been in the later rounds, but I was mentally prepared for a fight. I knew I just needed to get on a team. And once I was there, I was going to go out there and earn my stripes. So I had the kind of uh, mental awareness that it wasn't going to be easy. And I was, I was, I was so prepared for that. I think that's my advantage in why. I, was able to play in the league for as long as I did
0: what I was just about to say Jason I mean you didn't need to go finding ways to keep your feet on the ground after that sort of experience
1: yeah no it's it's you know it's funny the things that happened to you and you look back and you think it couldn't have gone any other way I and mean, it really prepared me for a lot of things that uh came up in life after that so I'm very grateful it was it was a struggle but I am very grateful uh for that experience
0: yeah. Because I've often, I've often wondered how that weekend goes for people who are low down through the rounds in in the NFL draft. If it's so well choreographed that you are expecting the call, but you're you are sitting there by the phone all weekend in case it does ring.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I saw a lot of my friends that I'd expected to go higher. They were just so disappointed, and you know that really impacts you because when you get on a roster, you could see the guys that thought, "Man, I should have got drafted higher." They felt like they were owed something, and. When you're out there competing, that's not good to be thinking about that. You just need to be in the moment, go out there and fight. Some people are motivated by it, and some people, I think it's it weighs on them so much that they can't even perform at the highest level that they should be able to.
0: Okay, very interesting. Um, okay, so we're a couple of weeks away from the College Football Classic here in Dublin, Jason. Where in Dublin will we meet you for a pint beforehand?
1: I mean, listen, I'm going to be all over the streets because I want to see how the people are partying. So I've heard there are specific bars that are designated for each team and I'm going to find those establishments and I'm going to be in there because I need to see exactly how these college football fans are enjoying Dublin Ireland. <laughs>
0: no better place to do it. I think Temple Bar somewhere is where the, the tailgates are going to be set up. But It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we will see you in a few weeks, Jason. And by the way, just uh, Google image searched Dali Vision. It is a spectacular piece of work, even on my crap laptop screen. So thank you for the shout.
1: See, there we go, man. Hey man, I can't wait to see you there. It's going to be
0: fun. Chat to you soon. That's uh, Jason Bell, former star of the NFL and, of course, presenter of the NFL show on the BBC. It is, of course, an old Western Wildcats against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. It's Saturday, August twenty seventh. It's the Irlingas College Football Classic. Tickets are on sale now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.